So um, that was a fast six weeks. <laughs> In a manner of speaking. Mm. <laughs> I, so, I, I always say the listener might not know this, but I think we've talked about it every episode for six weeks. So <laughs> the listener probably knows. <laughs> yeah, it's 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last time we talked, uh, at least in this format, I guess we've we've had conversations since then, but the last time we recorded was on December 7th, 2015. <sighs> Long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. It was about when Star Wars came out. Yeah, that's that's happened in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've seen the film. Yeah, yeah. That will not be the subject of today's podcast, however. <laughs> Although I guess it could be, because what we're going to be talking about is uh, getting back into things after you've been away, and Star Wars was definitely away. Mm-hmm. And now uh, it's back. Yeah. And George Lucas is sad. Mm, good. More like angry. <laughs> Feelings mutual, George. <laughs> uh, there was a... Um, line on when the incomparable talked about episode one somebody was uh was describing um an interview with jake lloyd uh who played the very very young anakin in episode one and uh basically saying that jake lloyd had said that star wars ruined his life and so one of the panelists said well the feeling is mutual jake oh my you are listening to priority a podcast about choices limitations and getting stuff done Priority is hosted by Katie Leibman and her brother, Max Leibman. That's me. Today's episode is entitled, Monday Katie. For complete show notes, including links to anything we discuss on the podcast today, visit us online at priority.fm slash 51. But, uh, yeah, um... So, uh, so getting back into things, this is actually a really good time for this because, uh, you and I are both getting back into semesters of classes, um, both teaching and taking in your case, just taking in mine. Um, I think it's safe to say now, cause we're back, uh, we're both getting back to our homes after more than a week away, mm -hmm. possibly much longer in your case. Um, and do you start work tomorrow? And I get back to work after after my week away tomorrow. Yeah, actually, I might go in for an hour today, which which will probably be something we'll talk about. Um, I might go in and, and just do some quick cleanup and triage, and you know, set the stage for uh, tomorrow. But um, we'll see. We'll mm -hmm. see. Yeah. So uh, I I do have a couple things I lined up as far as as far as sources, articles, ideas. But uh, I guess just in general, do you have a starting place in mind? <laughs> I have a very important question. Mm -hmm. I love important are, questions. Yes. Um, are you sick? Am I sick? Do I sound sick? No, I'm just asking. No, I, I don't believe that I am. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little twisted, but. <laughs> but aren't we all? Yeah, no, I think I'm doing pretty well. Okay. Is somebody else sick? Should I be sick? <laughs> Billy and I are sick. Oh, I was going to say, do I, do I have a cold and I don't know it yet? <laughs> I hope not, but mm. thought I'd check. You might have influenza if. Oh, I hope not. Mm. I hope not too. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. So, listener, if I'm extra snotty today, <laughs> be forewarned. <laughs> Slash. But I was wondering though. Max I mean, probably I... deserves it. <laughs> I don't know about deserves. Um, because we were just together, I was I was wondering of the likelihood that other people had also caught whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I didn't know if there was anything, uh, certainly not poetic, because colds are not poetic, mm. um, but about coming back to the certainly frozen Midwest mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. time in Orlando, Florida. Um, something seems appropriate about leaving a 79-degree palm tree-laden landscape for... Um, not only do we not have any degrees, but we are missing some. Mm, negative degrees. Mm-hmm. You were a master of English when you left and you came back a high school dropout. <laughs> no, I, d- I don't think I lost other things. So I, I, I lost some health points. <laughs> Certainly. I took a hit. I, think, I believe they're called hit points, Katie. Oh, is that right? I see. I'm, I, I can't nerd that well. <laughs> not that good at it. Um, but yeah, so I lost some of those, lost some degrees, um, but only the, the temperature ones. Mm, sure. Um, I'm closer to, um, educational degree number three. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> For those who are keeping score at home. <laughs> right. I had to think about it too. <laughs> Apparently math took a little bit of a hit too. That counting thing was a little slow there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Some volume. I lost some of that with, uh. The cold. So I'm trying to articulate. I'm losing some bodily fluids. Tell you that much. Mm. Won't go into detail, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be a little personal. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is an intimate, intimate show. Apparently so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm getting, <laughs> getting quite the reception from my <laughs> home state upon my return, yeah. so... So you're you've got sort of a perfect storm where you're not just you're not just coming back after being away, but you are you are coming back from behind as well. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow should be a rip roaring adventure. Hmm. Well, that actually makes it sound fun. <laughs> Unless the rip well, and the roar are sneezes and coughs. Right, right. Like ripping vocal cords and Roaring. roaring coughs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. But let's hope it's on the upswing. Yeah. Um, I should hope in so. In a way, yeah. In a way, it's a little, and I don't know, we've, we've, we talked about this phenomenon a little bit in a different context when we were together in Orlando. But I was thinking about how going into a new school week, a new work week, already sick and trying to finish up the prep for this new start, um, it's kind of that feeling of, well, things could get worse this week, but this is already here and I already know about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, I don't want to call a cold an advantage, but um, <laughs> in a way, it's it's almost kind of a little bit advantageous. Like, if you are heading in and you already have a problem that in some ways is better than a problem developing along the way, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know, you know, you're going in with diminished capacity and mm-hmm. it's the first week. So you've got to do something. I mean, there's, there's certain things you're going to have to, certain beats you're going to have to hit regardless. Uh, but compared to somebody like if you came back, I mean, you're coming back from, and, and again, I think it's safe to disclose this cause you're back. <laughs> no one can break into your house in the past, mm-hmm. uh, that we know of. Um, but you've been gone for what, a month? Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been away from home for a month, and now you're getting back into teaching, getting back into taking classes, getting back into everything, your work at the center. Um, you 
very easily could have come back and said, okay, well, I've been on vacation for ages, time to get serious, and, like, yesterday written up a plan that had, like, 100 to-dos and 20 meetings and just filled your week wall-to-wall with stuff that had to happen to pull this this big start off. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you had developed the cold today or tomorrow and got hit just as hard, you know, as you as you will be today or tomorrow by it, you know, with one of these ones that you just wake up and, like, it's it's full-blown – um, if that had happened, that would really throw things off. But you had a little bit of an early warning. You kind of knew you were coming into this week with this thing, if that makes sense. And that doesn't, that's not better than not having it, but it's, you know, it's better than being surprised by it after you've made a big elaborate plan, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that having the knowledge of it would have changed anything, you mm-hmm. know, even if I had gotten the the twinge of a sore throat today so I knew something was coming it wouldn't necessarily change anything I think having that time away set me up really nicely to think about what it means to (laughs) reintegrate into my life yeah um even in the last week I kept thinking of as I do as my brain does I kept thinking of all the start of semester prep things that I need to do Mm -hmm. you know updating schedules ordering uh copies to be made all these different things Um, and some of them I wrote down so that I would not forget because it's easy enough, even though some of these things are awfully routine, it is easy to forget some of them or not realize it till you get to that step and think, oh, I should have prepped this ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially because we were having family time, um, we, we were having belated holiday celebrations when we were all together. Yeah. We Um, we weren't together for Kwanzaa, so. Correct. Correct. Um, no, we were celebrating Orthodox Leibniz <laughs> in January. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So especially because of that, I I feel like I was I was doing a good job of telling myself, yes, write it down so you don't forget, or no, you you know that's coming up. That's a <laughs> that's a Monday thing <laughs> now today, Monday the right. the eighteenth as we speak. Um, so you know, even though I, I can't get all of my prep stuff done today. I was telling myself, you know, this is the the big prep mm-hmm. day. Um, I don't know. Do you, uh, so, um, so question for you about today being the big prep day, um, that I'm taking you away from to record a podcast. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> do you, do you find now that you're here? Um, did you have before you left or like while you were gone, um, a picture in your mind of all the stuff that was going to happen today? And, and has that, is that turning out to be realistic or are you kind of having to, to, as you go sort of sift down to like, you know, what are the really, really big ones that I have to have happen today? <laughs> Cause you know, 90% of these aren't going to happen. Mm. A little bit of everything. I think I'm, writing on a couple of things. I'm writing on the energy of being away and getting to reflect on a lot of things. Um, I'm writing on the fresh startness of coming back and only having um, a little bit of time before I have to get going and into my normal routine. Um, So with that, I'm also writing on the idea of compression that we've talked about before on the show. Um, By telling myself and then (laughs) in reality only having today and a little bit of yesterday to do my normal prep stuff, I've had to make some, some brutal choices, you mm-hmm. could say. Um, <laughs> you know, and some of them I've been doing the I'm the sorry, but your work. section of the class is just not going to make it. 
you you are voted off the island. You are voted out of the college. <laughs> you're um, you're, uh, you're downsizing your schedule. You're finding. Some, <laughs> I only teach two of the three days I'm supposed to teach. You're finding some synergies. You're reorganizing. Mm-hmm. Restructuring, if you will. Um, <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Uh, and on the flip side, too, I I made some decisions before this big stretch of travel that forced my hand, so to speak. Um, I put some things into this upcoming semester in order to force myself to do them. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, there's a new text I wanted to try out um, in a couple of classes. So last semester when I had to put in my book requisitions for these sections – I went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't actually planned how I was going to use these texts. But, <laughs> but if you, I didn't commit you, to them, you pre-committed would, to them, though. Yeah, yeah, I would never carve out that time. You're locked in now. You can't go to the students who already bought them and say, "Oh, sorry, just kidding." Yeah, sell it back for half the price. <laughs> sell no it, big deal. sell it back, and go through Amazon because the bookstore now doesn't have copies of the one you really need. Right, right. No, no consequence, right? <laughs> no big. You know. So I knew that I wanted to make that choice, so I made it, um, and now I'm going to do what I can to make that a, a good choice. So in some, in some senses, I had already dove into some of these, some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm going to take the semester to, you know, integrate and try these things. Um, I don't know. So I'm not worried about it necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's good. And I mean, the pre-commitment thing, you know, you know we could, probably go on and on about that because that's also a good strategy just in general like you know if you are um we're in january so we can speak of resolutions i think um though by february it will be distasteful uh you know if you if you are resolving or just trying in general to lose weight like one good way to make sure you don't blow your diet midway through the day or when you get get home from a run is to make sure you have nothing in your house that is off the plan um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, <laughs> and you don't want to have nothing that you want to eat because that might, you know, end up making you go out more often or go back to the store and get, but you know, to have, have relatively healthy choices. Um, even if they're covered in chocolate, it's hard to eat eight protein bars, you know, <laughs> in a way that it's not hard to eat like a whole tube of Oreos. Um, mm. it's, it's hard to, uh, to overdo carrots and celery, um, et cetera. You know, so mm-hmm. so that pre-commitment, I think, is, is huge. Like, put yourself in a position where later you're not going to be able to make that decision. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you could use this all over. Even go as far as, like, you know, have a second alarm clock that is way too far to reach from the bed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Courtney was telling me, I think it was a mat, but about this, this gadget that you put in your bedroom that you have to physically get out of bed and stand on it in order to stop yes. it ringing in mm-hmm. the morning. Which is pretty clever. Um, you know, you're, you're pre-committing that you might not get up and go about your day at 5.30 a.m., but you're sure as hell actually going to get out of the bed and not hit snooze at 5.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and, and I think, though, if we want to take it back into today's topic, what you've described, though, also is a good, a good starting point for one thing that, that popped into my head when we talked about this topic of, of getting back into things, which is one way to make sure you can get back into a project or a job or a whatever after you've been away for some time is to leave it properly. Um, mm. I think we've talked a little bit about this before, about the idea of things like breadcrumbs, of, of leaving yourself some context intact. Um, you know, in, in your case, the, the specifics of what you, you're talking about here with the textbook is you made a decision and sort of enforced it on your future self. 
Um, but you can also just do things to help. Uh, help your future self. I've talked before about um, a study of, of to-do lists that found to-dos uh, were very often written very poorly with not much context. Um, mm. Things like Beth, blah, blah, or call mom. And, you know, no other context, no other no other actual useful words. And when you're writing it down, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll totally know what this is about. <laughs> you know, I was just talking right. to Beth. I know what I need to talk to Beth about. Um, but if you don't get around to that for three weeks, you might be like, what was I going to talk to Beth about again? Mm -hmm. You know, why was I calling mom? What was going on? Um, so one thing you can do in addition to pre-committing your future self is just think of your future self. Like what were you, will your future self appreciate that you did? Um, mm -hmm. there is another study. Um, I don't think I've talked about this one before. Um, let's see if I've still got it close at hand. Here we go. Um, this one's actually from uh, Mary Sterwinski, I'm going to guess her last name is pronounced, and a, a couple of her colleagues at Microsoft, um, another paper about to-dos, um, and, and in their case, uh, interruptions. And one thing they talked about was um, what they found was people who are interrupted in their work, and this was just for short periods of time. This isn't even for days or weeks or months, um, but I think the pattern will hold for bigger things. Um one of the big problems with interruptions, even on the micro scale, is that you lose context. Like hmm. you've got two Word docs and a PDF open and three things open in browser tabs and your windows are arranged just so and you're really in the flow of it and then you get a call and it's your mm. boss or it's a colleague or it's the lawyer or it's whoever and then all of a sudden you're scrambling and doing things all over your screens Breaking your context, you get done with whatever you're helping them with and close Word and it close all of, closes all the documents and you suddenly don't know where anything was or, you know, you, you have to rebuild all that context when you get back into it. If you've ever read the or heard news reports on the crazy studies that say like, well, when you're interrupted, it takes 37 minutes to get back to what you're – that's where that figure comes from. Um, to really get back to where you were, you have to rebuild a lot of stuff very often. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, I think one thing to think about if you're going to be away for a while, one way to give yourself good context is to think about what you're going to need when you get back uh, in order to get back into it. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a little version of this at work. Luckily, we talked about this topic before I left um, 10 days ago to go on our trip. But uh, I have two or three things. I can't remember exactly how many, but I know I've got them because I did this. I've got a handful of things I need to work on when I get back. Um, you know, I did a pretty good job clearing the decks, but some, it just wasn't going to happen. So I have three documents in my desk right now that have sticky notes on them hmm. in the office saying, you know, here's the last thing you heard about this. Here's the next thing you were going to do. Mm. Um, because when I came back, I was just going to pick this up and say, okay, why did I print this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this? Why do I have, why, mm -hmm. why is there paper in my desk? I don't understand. Uh, maybe. Maybe it was uh, paper snowflake making time. Oh, of right. Course. Let me grab That's the scissors. <laughs> yes. Where's where's my pattern? Do I have, Wait, do that I have straight edge? Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Snowflake time. Woo. Oh, maybe that wasn't it. I don't know. Mm. I should have left a note. I should have left a note. I should have actually asked somebody before I cut this, this subpoena into a snowflake. Mm-hmm. And there were no copies, no duplicates, <laughs> just like a real snowflake. Yep. Yep. Unique snowflake, just like you. Well, literally unique. Just like you, Katie. Mm -hmm. You are a unique and, and beautiful our, snowflake. All of our important documents. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hate it when that happens. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah, context. Set yourself some yeah. context before you leave. I hear you. 
sort of like our conversation about resolutions and these moments of transition. Um, so really this sort of is a continuation of that conversation. <laughs> yeah. This is another type of transitional moment. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. But sort of like that, I, I think it is exciting because you're thinking about where you've been, right? So you're saying, <laughs> okay, just got this from Beth. Beth's done with it. I need to do X and pass it on to Sam or whoever, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get to think of where you've been, how things have been working, um, what should I be doing right now, and then what's going to set me up great for tomorrow, which in both of our cases is the start of a new period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think there's a lot of cool energy. You know, yesterday when um, – so I did do some work work yesterday, but I also was running around the house doing some unpacking and organizing and – and all that good stuff. Um, but along the way, because I had been thinking about it probably, <laughs> I was also doing a purge of stuff around the house <laughs> that I either had been meaning to mm-hmm. or because, and I, I mentioned this to you while we were traveling. Right. Um, <laughs> because Billy and I were away, you know, we, we, we had quite a bit of stuff with us, quite a bit of clothing, for instance, mm-hmm. um, a few pairs of shoes. Um, but then it sort of hit me late last week that we had been having a super comfortable couple of weeks with relatively little of our mm-hmm. stuff from our home with us. Katie Reacher. Yeah, Katie Reacher. And that was really <laughs> it almost made me feel silly, like, oh no, this is this is what <laughs> consumerism is. It's having mm-hmm. so much and nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. And and to be fair, there were some things that it's like, okay, when I'm at home, we enjoy using blank, blank, right. blank. Like, yeah, there it, can, it can still be nice to have a food processor, even if you don't need to take it with you on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Or craft supplies, as I've talked about before. Yeah, that's um, kind of pushing it. Hey, <laughs> Courtney's going to be mad when she hears that. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little behind. I've got a few weeks. <laughs> a little buffer zone. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. I'll edit it right before she gets to it. Oh, okay. Oh, but you only meant in in the context of talking to me, right? You didn't mean it about Courtney or other crafters. Yarn yarn is different. Not all of you people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yarn is different. It's it's you know, it's uh it's it's an important connection to our biosphere because it's it's made of wool or of acrylic, which I guess you shave off of a plastic sheep. I'm not really sure. You are so full of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Max Reacher, Katie Reacher. So not really. Yeah. <laughs> no relation. Um, yeah. So as I was unpacking, I kept looking at stuff and thinking, I thought to myself while I was away that I have not worn that in a year. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of a bunch of stuff yesterday. I, could, I can't tell yet if Billy noticed that I was doing that <laughs> <laughs> because there were, for instance, well, for, you know, for instance, I threw away two pairs of flip flops. Mm-hmm. That had been in my closet. Sure. Um, oh, just silly stuff. Goofy stuff. Doesn't need to be in my life. No, no, absolutely not. And that's, mm-hmm. um, uh, again, you keep talking about these specific things related to this travel and then being back from travel or semester and, you know, then the semester starting. But uh, I, I think that's, again, you've hit upon a bigger pattern that's really important, which is... Um, you know, when you are coming back something after being away, it's a good time to be asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you have been away from living in your house. Um, 
<laughs> the project called living <laughs> in your house. Um, and now right. you're coming back to it and it's, it might be a good thing to ask, like, what does our house mean? What does our house need in it in order for it to be a home? Um, mm-hmm. what do I need? What should be here? And you do have a specific perspective you've got. Now you could have had a different perspective. Like, you know, you could have taken even more stuff with you and, and been on a more complicated trip and, you know, been trying to live relatively like you do at home and felt the need for all those things and have a very different, you know, set of, set of eyes you came back with. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, regardless of, of what questions you ask when you come back, you're asking questions when you come back. And I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one thing in, in my own work, um, I haven't actually been asking a lot of questions of myself coming back in, but in, in a kind of unconscious way, I realized this morning I've been revisiting some assumptions because, um, I, I am planning to go into the office for an hour today, um, uh, which is something later in the podcast I'm actually going to recommend people don't do <laughs> when they're coming back from vacation. Um, uh, don't pre-work too much. Um, but you know, I imagined I was going to do that, like, before we even left. I was thinking I would go in. But the version of it in my head then was very different. Like, I had a stack of things in mind that I would probably churn through. You know, I had I had basically a to-do list. And right now, what I'm thinking, I'm you know, I'm thinking at a much higher level. I'm being more abstract about it, which is something we should all probably do regularly anyhow, you know. Mm-hmm. There's probably only two or three things that are really going to be that important for me to have done this week. And... I'm going to work on staging those Um, and making sure that of all the the bajillion little details, you know, the new to-dos that have cropped up in the meantime, if any of those really are fires or crises, that they're front and center for Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really going to be more about meta work than, you know, it's not not me spending a half day catching up. It's going to be me spending an hour, like, setting the stage for two or three, you know, big important things. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah. And it's it's something that I think if I'd just been gone for like a long weekend, if this had been a four day weekend rather than a than a nine day trip followed by a holiday, um, I most likely, if I did come in at all, like the day before going back, I just would have worked. You know, I just would have come in and worked the way I was working when I left. Um, instead, mm-hmm. it's kind of a reset button. And and again, I didn't ask a specific question, but it yeah, I was I am essentially questioning assumptions. I'm you know. When I left, I had a very certain idea of what it would look like to come back, and I've turned that on its head, and I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of that. I like this language of staging the big projects you do want to get done, setting the stage for that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said something about not working the way you were before. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the awesome things about time away is perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, you you ask new questions, you challenge assumptions, um, you've given your brain the space to say, Hey, I wonder why right. I've done that. Or do I need to keep doing whatever? Yeah. Well, and a lot and like, that. a lot like physical objects, like you kind of had a sifting process you just went through, um, where the time away has sort of forced you in a way to ask, okay, which things do I really need and use and love? You know, mm-hmm. you, you now your perspective having been gone, you know, which things you missed, you know, which things you enjoyed using while you were gone and you have a, a, bigger a clearer picture of what you need so you can Mm -hmm. get rid of some stuff uh and kind of the same way with my work like the other thing that changed is when i left i still had fresh in my mind again this is back to writing good to do that your future you will understand when (laughs) i left i could probably have rattled off in great detail 20 very specific small tasks that i I are still outstanding that i intend to do um right now i couldn't tell you what most of those are (laughs) and 
you know, the all but two or three of them that have dropped away have dropped away for a reason. Like you can forget really important things and you can forget priorities and you can forget which thing matters if you have a big list you're carrying around in your head. Um, but I, I think in general, if you step away from something for a while and only one or two issues still nag at you, those are the important issues to resolve. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's something you use the word perspective and I think that's perfect. Like, just having a little bit of distance in itself will give you perspective because the details that fall away really probably aren't as important, at least for right now, as the ones that stuck with you, the ones you can see from farther out, as it were. Mm-hmm. That was something that was really refreshing about this time. And again, it was over you know, the winter break anyway. Um, there wasn't a lot coming my way over the break. Mm-hmm. So that was part of what got me out of that reacting brain sure you know and a lot of the productivity lit where we're talking about um there's the reactive stuff where you are just processing the incoming versus um the bigger stuff Mm -hmm. the deeper work the work that contributes to our bigger more core projects um i got to do more of that second set of thinking right than the reactive stuff higher level second order you know, mm-hmm. working, it's not, it's, we're not talking about a business exactly, but it's that, um, I can't think of the guy who wrote it, the, the E-Myth guy, I think his books, hmm. but, uh, the, you're working on the business, not in the business. Mm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I like it though. It's, it's, um, you know, I, I don't always get refreshed on vacations. I did not get nearly enough sleep on this vacation. Um, I did not come back feeling particularly rested and like recuperated Mm. in, in a physical sense, but you know, even, even just a little distance, um, Mm -hmm. kick, kick the focus up a couple of horizons. Um, you're preaching to the choir though with (laughs) my, my poetic advantageous cold. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. We both Uh came back a little, little shabbier than we went in some ways, but, Mm -hmm. but still, yeah, yeah, just any kind of break, any kind of distance is good. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, I will say I did have um, one of the one of the sources I found that I think would agree with us on some of this stuff. Um, I found a pair of articles on Psychology Today um, by a gentleman named Peter Bregman. Um, they're a few years old at this point, but I I think they're still pretty pretty apt today. Um, you know, he he. Uh, both of the, these articles, he sort of recommends kind of the sort of thing we're talking about where, um, before you come back, think about like what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you're doing it, you know, ask some Mm. big questions about it. And he's got some good ones. I'll, I'll link to the article in show notes, um, there, but another thing he said that really struck me because again, I'm breaking this rule today, but it sounds pretty good to me. Um, is, uh, he, he talks about how he used to treat his last night before going back to work when he came back from vacation and how he'd stay up late, like checking all the emails that came in and, and oh. dealing with fires and crises. And, and he says like, he's, he's decided, you know, what he's doing going forward and, and the way he he's finding works a lot better is, um, I'll, I'll just read a little paragraph here. He says, first, let your last night before work still be vacation or at least your personal time. Don't open your email or check your voicemail, unpack, do laundry, Make your kid lunches if you have kids and they need lunches, but don't get back to work until you're back to work. Um, I think that's a that's probably a healthy pattern for a lot of these things. Um, if you are like wandering about on a break and you happen to be like a programmer or some other kind of problem solver, you might have a brilliant idea that you need to go run and test out or at least jot down. 
Um, cause that's how that, that kind of work often happens. Like the ideas come when the ideas come and you kind of got to roll mm. with them. Um, I think a lot of creative work is the same. Um, but as much as possible, I think one way to, to help us get back into things is not to get too far back into them when we're out of them, if that makes mm. sense. Um, I mean, one thing with some of the more complicated projects, uh, and I don't have a lot of super complicated projects in my current job. My last one, I certainly did. And sometimes I do now, but mostly they're pretty straightforward. But when they are complicated, it's even a little bit dangerous for me to be working in multiple places because if I leave a note somewhere, like I do have an idea or an insight or an observation, and that note is not where all the other notes are for that thing. Um, you know, I've got a pretty rigorous system for keeping that stuff together, but if one falls through the cracks, that might have been the crucial piece, hmm. uh, if you know what I mean. It's it's like there's mm-hmm. you, you, you risk a little bit. Um, and, you know, the way our brains work associatively, too, there's um, – I'll, I'll find some studies on this or at least some articles for show notes. I'm, I'm sure I can find plenty. I've certainly heard it enough times. Uh, it's often said in, in – uh, we'll get into your world a little bit – in studying advice. Like don't study in an environment that's dramatically different from where you will take the test. Like, don't be lying on your back in bed with the textbook held up over you listening to music because you won't take the test that way. Mm. Um, the more like the room you take the test and you study in, the more likely you are to recall those things. And there's kind of a similar thing, I find. Um, you know, I will, I will remember the thing I meant to ask another manager about for the current project when I'm back where I first thought of that, not when I'm sitting in front of that manager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So there's, there's a little practical risk in, in sort of pre-working because you're spreading yourself out. But I'd say, too, like you're also cheating yourself out of that time away. And whether it's a vacation or just a break or you're even just working on something else, um, again, I, I mentioned programming. Like that's that's a huge area where this is true. Like you do need time away from things in order for your brain to sort of cook and build new solutions and get refreshed enough to work again. Um, a lot of getting stuck is actually giving yourself that time away. And if you cheat yourself by chipping that time away you know, down into smaller pieces by working during it, you're going to suffer in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are things I've come to realize pretty clearly. And again, they might be things that have helped me make this transition a pretty low-stress one, I could say. Um, that idea of setting clear edges on your time, mm-hmm. especially on your time away that you're getting at, I think is really valuable. Um, so even... You know, even last week when I was narrating some of my thoughts to Billy and saying, you know, these are Monday problems, ha, ha, ha. I'm not going to think about this right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, screw, <laughs> you know, sort of, screw Monday, Katie. She can deal with that. Right, right. You know, I was sort of jokingly saying that uh, so that I wouldn't worry about it then mm-hmm. because that was not the time or place to work on it. Right. Um, but even as I was piling all of this stuff up on Monday, Katie, I also was saying to Billy – but we should leave Monday night for us so we can eat a real dinner, uh, get out of school brain, go to sleep, you know, and get up ready for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's something that we've recognized is, um, well, it's always been good for him. He isn't one to work at night anyway. But especially through um, my first grad degree, I noticed this like crazy. I would work late into the night because that's when my brain would ride that high right. um, of energy. But I, and I wasn't tracking it at the time. I don't know what I slept during my master's degree. Um, <laughs> I, I, if anything right now, I sleep too much <laughs> um, oh, no at pretty thing. normal adult hours. But um, 
you know, I tracked it for the last four months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and except for, you know, things like vacation and, and nights out with friends and stuff like that. During a normal week, yeah, if anything, I'm sleeping over the recommended limit, which sounds insane. I never would have guessed that in a million years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the moment at which I started tracking it aligned with the period when, uh, at least for me and, and Billy too, we really committed to what nighttime should look like for both of us to be well. Mm-hmm. So so I hear you about setting edges and saying, this time is for this, this time is for this, and here's how I can set myself up for success. Right. I am so angry at you, by the way, right now. Isn't that insane? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's good, though. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah, we'll probably be one of those boring podcasts that does an episode on sleep at some point, but that's huge. Um, <laughs> yeah, sleep. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah. Just as a side note. Yeah. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so bitter. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's that's a good good general recommendation for getting back into things. Do get enough sleep. Hee, hee, hee. Yeah, sleep. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So are there new projects or new parts to your routine that you're implementing uh, now that you're uh, no, back fresh? After after being away for a little over a week? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Um, possibly not. Starts? We'll see. Um, I, I uh, again, I'm, I've, I, I admitted that I'm pre-working today, um, and I <laughs> did do a little bit while we were gone. Not as much as I... I kind of even set out to do though. I did, as the week went on, I gave myself several days where I did not check work email at all. And, um, mm-hmm. we just kind of let things simmer on their own. Um, I do know of a couple of things that came up that are sort of new things I'll have to deal with. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I've got any, any changes per se that I'm, I'm going to implement. I think I'm more just, you know, like I said before, I'm coming into it, um, you know, going to try today and going to try to keep in that mindset for a while of just, just being at a little bit higher level. Um, you know, focusing more on these, these, the few big things that stuck out in my mind while I was away rather than all the stuff that, that fell away. Um, I'll say too, something I've gotten, one thing I guess I will say, I'm, I'm going to try to change and work on a little bit more. One thing I've gotten better at over the last year, because it was kind of a busy year at the office was, uh, delegating, which can also be its whole topic on its own someday, I think. Um, but just handing stuff off, particularly to my subordinates, but also, you know, not being afraid to shunt things on to, to peers or even superiors or, you know, managers who are above me, but in a different management chain. Um, but being less afraid of taking things that I am capable of doing, uh, but aren't really the best use of my time in my estimation and giving them to other people and saying, here, why don't you go handle this? Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that might be one good way to, to consciously and deliberately carry on that vacation, you know, I don't want to say vacation brain cause vacation brain is different. <laughs> <laughs> vacation brain cares about Disney world and not work. Um, <laughs> but to carry on that, that perspective afforded by vacation, um, would, you know, to keep that higher level focus would be to very consciously go in and, and, you know, with the intention that I'm going to keep on handing off more. Uh, mm-hmm. This stuff, the kinds of things that I forgot about when I rediscover what they are, when I look at my lists and my email, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that and that and that, um, mm-hmm. to say, okay, well, these didn't occur to me while I was gone, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did, I gave them no mind then, um, so maybe that's a good indication these aren't the best use of my time, you know, maybe mm-hmm. this one that I know is important because it 
it could mean big expenses or big profits. You know, maybe this one that I know is important to me because I stressed over it, even though it's not really that big of a deal to the company, you know, and maybe this other one that just kept popping into my brain with new ideas. Maybe those three are the three that need my attention and all the rest mm -hmm. of this, I should just find a way to hand off and get rid of. Mm-hmm. So the implicit question is some version of what do I need to do to do my work well? And maybe that's, I need slightly less of it, or I right. need to focus on what is most pertinent to me. Yeah. I maybe even, maybe even not just what do I need to do, but like, what can I get away with not doing so that mm -hmm. I can do what's left, you know, really well? Mm -hmm. uh, can I get away with not doing any of it? Uh, which will be the subject of our best-selling book referenced in our last episode, The 52-Week Vacation. Yay! <laughs> Please note, Katie and Max are not writing a book about 52-week vacations. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to write a parody book of four-hour work week and all the other, like, you know, don't work at all, automate everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like vacation brain, too. I, I, would, <laughs> I would love to spoof them all, but uh, I don't want to have to read them all. <laughs> I don't want to have to reread the ones I've already read. I don't want to have to go read the rest of them. I don't want to read Joel Osteen's Every Day of Friday. Hmm. No. So. Nope, nope, nope. Mm. Mm-hmm. You have any other thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um, there's glitter all over my house. All right. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to address that, I think. I do. We do have to put some of our Christmas away because mm -hmm. we left it here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that is one thing. I was I was originally planning to leave it up. Because, you know, I mean, we're, again, you, you said earlier, we're having our family Christmas while we were in Florida. Mm -hmm. So I was going to leave it up until we got back because, you know, why not? It's still Christmas for us. Um, but Courtney's like, no, nah, we should probably take it down before we got back. And she was so right. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of doing things for the future you. Oh, <laughs> it was so nice to come back and not have any housework to do yesterday. Mm. Mm -hmm. And our house was very clean. I made a point of, and you know, I've talked about this previously, I really like coming back to things where they ought to be, things cleaned. Mm -hmm. Don't leave a mess for yourself. Um, Christmas I cared about less so because, one, we left so early. Right. And, two, all of our holiday celebrations have been very staggered. Um, so, for instance, Stag even Staggered we, as in, like, uh, at different points on the calendar or staggered as in everyone got so drunk they couldn't walk a straight line when they left? It, the holidays themselves are are stumbling around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Christmas doesn't know where it is. It doesn't know where its keys are. It doesn't know where its shoes go, are. Go home, Hanukkah. You're drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So even though, for instance, we saw Billy's parents ahead of our, our big travel um, and it was around the holiday season. That was not our holiday celebration with them. Mm. We still haven't had that yet. Mm. So, so you're still in it, it. Yeah. It's still Christmas for you and not just because you listen to Christmas music 365 days a year. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. Christmas all the way down. It's the most wonderful time. Well, no, it's, it's that time all the year around. So, you know, yeah. never mind. The most never-ending time. Mm, it's the time of the year. <laughs> it's the year. It's Katie time. Uh, yeah. I'm, so if I've achieved some sort of Katie Reacher mentality about travel and stuffness, um, it's sort of the opposite with Christmas. I've got the Christmas creep going <laughs> on. Yeah. So few possessions, many Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. Mazel tov. You have been listening to Priority. 
Once again, for complete show notes, or if you'd like to send us feedback via email or subscribe to the show, visit us on the web at priority.fm. If you enjoyed the program today, please go to iTunes and leave us a positive rating and review, as that will help new listeners find the show. Also, if you're interested in getting updates or communicating with us via tweets, follow us on Twitter, where we are at PriorityFM. That's at P-R-I-O-R-I-T-Y-F-M. Thanks again for listening. that actually that reminds me since we we were just uh we both happened to be in the same place for once uh in orlando for the last week um we might mention for the listener that our quarterly uh visit to a cultural artifact is coming up in a couple of weeks in episode number 53 and of all things we will be talking about walt disney world so uh if you'd like to follow along go to walt disney world in the next two weeks we <laughs> yes it'll be fine it's just a few hundred dollars plus airfare mm-hmm. it, it'll be fine yep You can do it all in a day.